0: The health music, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Happy, happy Wednesday.
1: people welcome back to the second hour of love babs love talk on babs Rolls ivy i'm delighted this morning because i got the the leap summer summer program people on today hey jesse delia and hello l eden how are y'all
0: good morning good morning i'm doing well thanks for uh, having us on the show this morning
1: i'm glad to have y'all you know leap is tried and true y'all been around a long time
0: yeah, quite quite some time. Um, you know, I myself uh, started out as a counselor when I first moved to uh, Connecticut. Uh, so, having the opportunities to uh, be a part of LEAP in different capacities over the years, been pretty cool uh, just to see the organization continue to grow um, over the years. And uh, they're always busy, got a lot going on.
1: So, hey, Jesse, un- unmute yourself so you can get in this conversation. Good
2: morning. You yes. gotta un- unmute
1: yourself. I think it's
2: the I know the I
1: hear you. I'll just talk to you Happy to be on this morning. Good to see you. I'm glad. So um, uh, so what year are we in for LEAP? Oh, y'all are together. <laughs> oh, so that's why I'm hearing this. I can hear both of you. Okay. So how long has the summer program been going? Because it's one of the best summer summer uh serving summer youth serving programs in the in the in the city.
0: Yeah, are you asking uh, like the inception 1992?
1: Yeah, like how far yeah. how long how long ago? How long ago? Yeah,
0: 1992, uh, you know, Leap was founded uh by Hen- uh, Henry Fernandez and some other folks uh locally. And
1: I've had Henry on a couple of times.
0: Yeah, Henry's a great guy, he's a great leader uh for the organization and uh 1992 till now 2020 uh 2023 uh just continue to grow, thriving. Um I remember when I was a counselor, we were kind of spread out, uh, New London, um, Waterbury. Uh, but now that everything is kind of centralized in uh, New Haven, uh, including the uh, reopening of the uh, aquatics uh, pool in um, 2014, is just seeing Lee do some really wonderful things over the years. A lot of uh, young folks learning how to swim. If uh, you have a group now that are down in uh, DC, uh, visiting, get some experience uh, traveling out of uh, Connecticut. Um, but yeah, all in all, since nineteen
1: ninety two. Okay, all right. So how how what are the age ranges like? Where do you, where do you start with? Like if I mm-hmm. my kids are grown, so I'm out of the leap game. So how what do you what do, what do parents do? Where do they start?
0: Yeah. So uh, the, for the for children's <laughs> program, there are a couple a couple a couple uh, areas for children's program, uh, seven uh, to twelve. Uh, for that particular program, the groups of seven to eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then the leaders in training would be your middle school and early high school students, 13 to 15. Uh, So these folks get a lot of training opportunities to become counselors in the future. So they do work uh, closely, um, like the 15 and 14 year olds closely with the uh, younger kids. And then the 13 year olds aspire to be those counselors as well. And then you have the 16 to about 24 age uh, population, where uh, there are high school students and college students who really lead the multi-tier uh, mentoring program to kind of you know channel that down, you know, big brother, big sister, essentially to you know teach kids. Um, those in college uh, can help aspire uh, kids who want to uh, you know gravitate to college after high school. Um, just an awesome program. But when you look at youth development as a whole. Probably seven, actually five, because the swim program takes uh kids in who are five. So from five to twenty four, that's the range, just children, young adults, adolescents, uh, just a wonderful, well-rounded youth development program.
1: So, so I would imagine now, since you've been around so long, that kids who came to the to the leap program um and are counselors and went off to college are coming back and are are uh having fond memories and maybe even working for LEAP uh, because they've, they've come through it as children.
0: Yes, uh, in my experience, actually now we have a young person, for example, his name is Darkest Henry. Uh, he's also a teacher. Um, I want to say a Lincoln Basset and apologize if I'm incorrect. Um, however, Darkest was a LEAP kid. Um, he was in LIT. He was a junior counselor. He became a senior counselor. Now he's a site coordinator. So he was here from us, essentially, again, from that seven to twenty four range, you know, going from, you know, K through 12 off to college and coming back and being a leader. uh, He just comes with so much experience. But there are others who are just like him, you know, who were kids. Um, I know there was one counselor, for, uh, for instance, who went from being a counselor to now he's an aquatics team member. So just different opportunities. For folks to get exposure and experience, um, and it's great to see a lot of uh, a lot of young kids of color, especially uh, you know, leading the program, leading the aquatics, um, but doing it not just because they uh, receive services from Leaves, uh, but they also understood the importance of giving back, you know, um, and always uplifting uh, the next group of uh, leaders.
1: Hey, Javon Soto, nice to see you. All right, so Jesse and uh, and Javon, wh- wh- what's your roles at the camp? What are y'all up to?
3: Um, I'm a site coordinator. I started in 2018 as a senior counselor. Rest through the years, then I became an assistant site coordinator. And I even have a little experience with the LITs. I was assistant uh, coordinator for them for two years, and now a site coordinator for our children's program in Fairhaven South.
1: And so what does the site coordinator do?
3: Uh, I manage a group of about 100 children and about 20 staff. My staff are junior counselors and senior counselors. So that's that 16 to 24 age range. And then the children are 7 to 12. So I'm overseeing wow. the operation, uh, the day-to-day over at uh, Fairhaven Middle School.
1: That's a lot of kids. Yeah, it is.
3: It's definitely fun uh, watching the interactions between the young ones and the old ones, the young ones with the young ones, uh, the old ones with the old <laughs> ones. It's it's definitely an experience, but I'm really happy to be in my role.
2: So, Jesse, what's your role? Um, well, I started in September with Leap as um, director of community initiatives. So I'm really focused on um, community outreach and engagement and partnership building to support our programming, um, as well as family engagement. Uh, but for this year, um, because I have a background in outdoor and environmental education and program design, and um, because we had have had a return to the tradition of like outdoor programming, including overnight camping. I've been part of the team that's been uh, coordinating that work this summer. So So
1: there's overnight camping?
2: Mm -hmm. Where? (laughs) So I think, um, you know, as a team, I'm excited that we're all on because um, I'm the newest member of the team and I can sort of speak to some of the planning we did for this summer. But um, Javon was super involved in a leadership role last summer with outdoor programming and Albert has been involved for over many years um, so I think we can kind of all share different perspectives on that but I think um the tra- there's been traditions and then I think this year there, there hasn't been overnight camping I believe since um, 2019 for our children's programs I know some of our older kids went last year um, but this summer we went to Putnam State Memorial Park We we have a you know a Really close working relationship and partnership with the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, and they directed us to all these youth campsites, which are specifically sites that are meant to host large groups of young people. Um, so we we brought our kids this summer to um, Putnam, which is in Reading. So, but I think so. How
1: long is kid, so? How long is outside camp?
2: Like sleep sleep camp, right? Like you spend the night. <laughs> Um yeah I mean I think this summer we focused on day trips for the 7 and 8 year olds so they went to the sleeping giant um the 9 and 10 year olds 11 and 12 year olds and our is that 13 to 15 age range um all did overnight trips with the exception of one 9 and 10 group that had to be rescheduled because the weather has been kind of wild um And
1: so and so when you see kids go to camps is is it a new experience for them like what percentage of of kids have done overnight camp and done hiking and outside camping like do you keep up with that kind of information
3: yeah um personally I've been really involved and when I went on my trip with the uh LIT so the 13 to 15 age gap I was just walking around and trying to survey how many of you've been camping before how many of you have gone on a hike through anything like this and Majority of them, it was their first time ever sleeping outside the night, so it was really and what was it
1: like for them? Like, were they nervous? Were they afraid? Did they want their parents? Like, what happened?
3: we <laughs> were definitely a little uh frustrated with the weather because we're in the middle of summer, it is hot, it's sleeping intense. The bugs was a, a big adjustment. <laughs> a
2: lot of
1: questions about bears.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> wild. Bugs.
1: I would have a lot of questions about bears too. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I would uh put I would say that number is high. Um when you do the end of the year surveys, probably three quarters of the uh, group, if not more, have never gone camping. Um half of that group's never left New Haven. Um, you know, let alone go on any type of trip. So um it's a great experience having kids who who have not had the experience. Um, but equally it's uh, been good to have kids who've had experience because they come with the energy that we can't bring, like, oh, this is gonna be fun, we're gonna do s'mores, we gotta get sticks. Like that to me kind of settles the kids who who haven't gone camping and calms some of the nerves a little bit. Um, because yeah, we we are all gonna be afraid in a sense if it's our first experience. Um, but sometimes it's great to have kids who have the experience, who've had the exposure, you know, to kind of settle uh, the other kids. And it's just we want to continue doing this. It's uh, nice that uh, it's been brought back in the, in, the, in effect because the uh, it's more than just camping, you know, it's bonding, it's building healthy relationships. And, you know, even out hashing out small problems, you know, you can always find a space to, you know, bring therapy uh, to camping. Um, and it's just fun, no matter how afraid or inexperienced you are. It's a whole new experience. And the exposure piece is just the best dynamic because no matter if they liked it or not, whether they had the greatest experience, more highs than lows, they're going to tell someone about it. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, and that, that, mm-hmm. that right there may be the piece that encourages someone else to come, mm-hmm. um, or maybe they'll go again.
2: Okay. I love it. Yeah. All I right. So the younger kids too, are just, they're young enough, that <laughs> they're just excited. Okay. Like they, maybe there's nerves but I feel like they just brought so much excitement um and another piece that I think is is kind of cool is like the the, we were able to ask the counselors a little bit more directly during our counselor training because we do you know we do a staff training that is outdoor program based and then a counselor training as well with the the 16 to 24 year olds that we've been talking about um and that group uh the half of the folks had had been camping before which is um I feel like if you look back probably it used to be higher for us um, but I think again we're in this moment of like returning to this core programming around outdoor Well you had a whole pandemic to you yeah. know a 3 year yeah. pandemic
1: that sort of curtailed a lot of activity. All right so you yeah. have camping you've got aquatics what what else goes on?
0: Well, as I mentioned, you got a journeys. So journeys is, I think, another good topic. Um, If I'll speak briefly on the LITs. Um, The leaders in training, just uh, for the acronym LIT, uh, they're away um, in Washington, D.C., traveling. So the staff is there with uh, all the young folks. And again, not everyone's traveled out to state, but getting that experience, again, is uh, vital. But they're having fun. They're at Six Flags. Um, They're at a museum this morning before they come back, you know, um, and going down to D.C. You have all the free museums, um, which is also awesome. So um, at least for that group. And that was a double overnight trip. They left Monday. They're coming back tonight. Um, So on top of going away for an overnight camping trip, they're also going out of town for multiple nights. Um, And I know, uh, you know, Jesse uh, can speak more about the uh, maybe the children's uh, journeys. But um, that's what's going on. I wish I was in D.C. right now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: leave i know is a great avenue for exposure um mm-hmm. through journeys through things that we do called resources so children are uh essentially given a resource and twice a week for about an hour or two they'll do something like chess or yoga or um, gardening or some type of athletics whether that be tennis or basketball just different things that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on your own and being exposed to these activities.
1: So what time does the leap day start? Like what time do children arrive and how long can they stay?
3: <laughs> 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the summer. and So then- that's a
1: long day. So you feed them, you hydrate them. <laughs> Yes. Is there nap time? Like what else is happening?
0: <laughs> you may have to wake some people up, but I don't think we have like a dedicated nap time. I'm tired, I'm tired too.
1: <laughs> now, are y'all still taking kids on city buses? Because I remember when my kids were little, I used to see the lead kids going on the city buses with the council, which I thought and I was talking about this in my first hour of my show. I said, you know, that was a wonderful way for kids to get familiar with their own city by getting on the public transit and, and then not being afraid to do it uh because you're doing it with a group but not being afraid after the fact to sort of do it so do y'all still take kids on city buses city uh, on city transit of
3: course (laughs) (laughs) yep that's definitely uh i think even that is super important to their development um time management knowing that you have to be at a place across new haven in the next half hour, you need to look up the bus schedule. You need to make sure everybody's ready together. We're using bathrooms before we go. We're getting our waters filled. It's uh, Using the bus is a, a project within itself, and they're exposed to that at seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 years old. I think it's awesome. Uh, so by the time they are 16 and ready to become a counselor, there's no issues with getting to work. There's no issues with mm-hmm. you're late to work. You already did this when you were at LEAP as a kid. You should know how to do it now that you're a counselor and becoming an adult. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love it. To, and big shout out to CT Transit because they do a great job. They're very generous each year in providing uh, LEAP with bus passes uh, year round. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So big shout out to CT Transit.
1: So, so Jesse, talk to me about the the relationships that you try to maintain and 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 hold um, that have been with Leap for a long time because I, I, I mean, I know Leap is a a, a long-standing, tried-and-true uh, program, and and so I don't think you have to kick doors down to explain what y'all do and and how great you are. But talk a little <laughs> bit about the relationships with people that you have to or, in order to make these summer programs happen.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so there there are folks who are um, like staff that have been here for much longer than I have who hold a lot of those kind of um, like the longstanding relationships. So I think my focus is really around building new partnerships to support our programming. So my focus has been obviously like outdoor programming. Um, We just brought on uh, a mental health, like a a clinician. So like part of what my focus has also been reaching out to New Haven and Connecticut based organizations to work on building um, resources around mental health to like support our young people and our staff. Um, so I are also, you
1: starting to see some uh, mental health in children and young people come up? I mean, everybody is sort of trying to figure out how to address those kinds of things, and I would imagine a summer program would uh, would 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 be in line to think about this.
2: Yeah, I think um, just generally, right, like like young people and teens, like this is supporting folks around their mental and emotional health is huge, and I think we all are thinking about how that can be also part of outdoor programming. But I think just obviously, like with the, the impacts of the pandemic um, and the sort of like myriad things that have happened in terms of like folks dealing with grief or um, loss or just like not being able to be in school for multiple years, like there's like sort of these layers of impact. Um, and I think we're wanting to build in additional support to make sure that that young people and that also like our counselor staff and our adult staff are getting the support that they need to be able to to show up and, and do their jobs and also like support these these young people, um, so I think the other focus that I'm hoping to have like coming into this year is around supporting LGBTQ young people, um, and and also working with families um, to to support um, their kiddos. So I think um, yeah, there's a lot of again I've been really focused on outdoor programming and I think Deep has been an incredible partner. The Appalachian Mountain Club is an incredible partner on that programming in terms of training. Support and access to gear, like they, we have like a bunch of gear. We had twenty-five sleeping bags and sleeping pads from them this summer. So there's just a lot of different ways that um, partners supports the the programming that we do.
1: Now, do 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 parents have to pay for leap programming? Do they pay?
2: Is it a tuition based program? No, it's a it's a free program. Free. Mm-hmm. All free. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a lot of good stuff for free
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and also just keep in mind leap two is uh if not the biggest uh you know um youth uh what well, employer, employer mm-hmm. uh youth employer um you know um in New Haven uh which is uh just means a lot every year we're looking for different opportunities to add you know um more sites which is going to bring more counselors and more opportunities to children um and I think that's I don't know if that's one thing that goes missed but Uh, Even the leaders in training now are part of their training program. They get paid hourly as well. So Mm -hmm. the youth development model uh, here at LEAP is just, uh, is pretty unique. Um, And I think for our partners, uh, you know, we support as well by attending citywide meetings um, and events, you know, just uh, to make sure that we're always supporting, Mm -hmm. you know, the bigger picture, everyone in New Haven.
1: Yeah. Do y'all run programs year round? Like, is it a year round piece? So kids can be involved in LEAP year round, not just summer. All year. Wow.
0: During the the academic year component, that's like an after school program, 3 to 6 p.m. And during the summer, like you said, uh, 8 to 4 um, with a half day on a Friday. Um, but year round and there's small pockets like the uh, we follow the school uh, calendar so kind of like the February break the spring break you have those things but outside of those days off LEAP is operating all year.
2: Mm -hmm. Wow yeah one thing we haven't like um, maybe lifted up as much and I I think if you want to talk about curriculum as well like we we have a literacy focus in the summer and during the after-school program during the school year. Um, and I think- So our- what do you
1: mean by literacy program? Like, And when do you have time to do that? Cause y'all are outside all the time. I don't know, <laughs> are y'all walking and reading? What are you doing? <laughs> so in the summertime,
3: our <laughs> curriculum takes place in the morning. Uh, kids come in at 8 a.m. They'll have breakfast, do a morning meeting, all the site together, everyone in the gym, just screaming chants, having fun, playing games getting out that morning energy. And then we go into the classrooms from 10 to 12. And then in the classrooms, the curriculum team does an amazing job putting together uh, different books with activities for our kiddos to do. So they'll read, use different reading strategies, popcorn reading, read aloud, partner reading. Um, Then after their counselor will help facilitate uh, a curriculum activity that has to do with the book they just read.
1: Mm. So do, do you get feedback from uh from public school teachers who say, you know what, I'm so glad little little JJ went to leap this summer because he, he got to maintain some of that learning that went on during the during the year. Like, do you hear do you hear anything like that? Because I would imagine this helps them retain some, you know, some of that stuff that they had through the school year.
3: Yeah, I would say um not only the education piece, but also the behavior piece. Um, some teachers will come up to us and be like, what are you doing with this child? How are they listening to you? Because in the classroom here at school, I cannot get it, which is pretty uplifting to hear from a a certified educator, someone who went through their time to do this. And they're asking a 16-year-old, what are you doing with this child to get them to listen to you? So I think it's awesome.
2: We go outside. That's what we do. (laughs) relationship mentoring is a core part of yeah what we do I mean do
1: you feel like you're building good relationships I mean do you know these kids are you getting to know these kids because there's a lot of kids
3: for sure yeah um like I said I've been here since 2018 yesterday I was leaving Fairhaven and I ran into someone who was uh, a nine-year-old when I was first hired and I was like hey buddy you were in LEAP right he instantly dropped his bike, ran over to my car, gave me a hug. He was like, I can't believe I'm seeing you. I want to get a job there. I'm 14 now. How do I join? I was like, there's space for you. We have the LIT program. That is for 13 through 15. Get that application in, and I will make sure you are pushed through.
1: Okay. I like that. So so, so, tell me about each of you. Tell me about your experience and why you uh, why you like LEAP so much and and what has it brought to your life?
0: If I may, um, for me, um, uh, you know, I, I came from New York. So when you all talking about the city buses, that was just, well, how I,
1: long have you been here, L?
0: I've, I've been out here since I graduated uh, from the University of New Haven, um, pretty much around 2000. Okay, uh, yes, yeah, so I've been out here for a while. Um, and, you know, I have three daughters and, you know, each of my uh, each of them have uh, con- gone th- uh, come through LEAP, excuse me, um, whether it was uh, like a LIT, a junior counselor, a senior counselor, my 19-year-old, she currently is employed here as a senior counselor at that level. Um, so for me, how has it impacted my life, um, you know, to give my time um, to, to come up here and not know anything about New Haven and then learn so much about New Haven through LEAP, Um, You know, so I just seen how the leap avenue has impacted me uh, so much so to become senior management here and then to see my kids interview and get into the programs, not just get in but be a part of that process and I've seen you asked the question like, do you see the growth or the appreciation or how does it really impact the kids, my 19 year old when she was 13 in the program, she was so introverted. I mean, she wouldn't say nothing and she would crack a smile or laugh just as a defense mechanism or just make her feel comfortable. Now you can't get her to be quiet, to see her leading other people, to see her engaging in those conversations. And it's it, this. If it were not for Leap in that aspect with the social dynamic, right? The socializing and you know being put in position with the resources that uh, you know, uh, Javon mentioned, the um my daughter probably would have still been an introvert into herself. Now she's so extroverted, I need her <laughs> introverted just a little bit. From time <laughs> time. Um, but but honestly, you know, just for me, that's through my eyes is just seeing how it benefited my kids. Um, you know, it just speaks volumes. Mm. Speak volumes, and I don't know about your experience. I can go, Jesse, Javon, yeah. Yeah,
3: Um, ever since I joined Leap, I felt that sense of and how long have
1: you been with them? Uh,
3: 2018. Okay, 2018. Yep. Um, I just feel that sense of community, and that like the people who are here belong here, and Leap gives you that freedom to do what what you want essentially. So like as a site coordinator, I have the freedom to run my site how I see it. And I have uh, a strong passion for the outdoors. So being able to take my kids from my site on these walks uh, down by Longworth and looking at crabs and things like that, that gives me that that lane that I can carve out for myself. And Lee does a great job at allowing the the youth to carve out their own path.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah, I think that's what I love most. Like I um just yeah, feel really passionate and excited about youth leadership in the, the broadest sense. So like I think I really love getting to work with the with the counselors. Um because I think like young people that age um have wisdom about the world that we can build together. And I think like, as an adult, I feel like my job is to sort of like get out of the way and like work be like shoulder to shoulder, like helping to carve that path and like use whatever experience I have to like help hold that space, but to really just be here for like supporting that youth leadership and and that vision, because I think young people truly have um, like a wisdom and a vision that is I don't know quite how to put words to it, but I think is, yeah, like the a, a more vibrant, like liberated, healthy world. Like I think I think our younger generations are always the folks who can see that most clearly, and so I'm just like here for that, is like supporting that vision and making that a reality. Um, and I I think I love being around other educators. Um, it's such a blessing, and like everyone who works here, like everyone's here to like support young people's flourishing and wellness right so it's just like the staff and the counselor staff are um all really incredible committed passionate folks and so it feels like a blessing to be in a community of people that that care so much and are are so um good at at getting doing all, like holding this level of work it's really pretty incredible
1: yeah you know, there's a lot There's a lot of people jesse and Javon and l that um I think it's very hard to sort of deal with young people because young people right now have a lot of competing distractions and competing things whether it's what's happening at their house or in their hood or or at school or whatever. What do you want what do you want people who don't work with children on a regular basis and maybe to those who work with children on a regular basis to know? What do you want people to know about young people and children? Mm-hmm. That's a cool question.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it just really for me, um I think they wanna learn, you know. Um they want to be treated like a human, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all human relationships, whether it's adult, adult, youth and, and adult. Um, and they have a voice. I think that's the other piece, too. You know, um, You know, I was working in a middle in middle school at uh, Booker T. Washington, and that's what a lot of the kids want. They just want to be heard. They want a voice. They want you to nod your head and say, you know what? That was a great suggestion. Maybe not pertaining to this, but keep thinking that way. You have a mind. Use it. Um, and they do want adults to to be positive and they want to trust adults Mm -hmm. um you know but they want to also feel trusted as well um and then they also want in my opinion more opportunities to work together to 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 build bonds you know so for example if if they're playing basketball then mr eden just join in for a little bit maybe not all the time because i love my knees but once in a while be be a be a be a part of their world we're always asking kids to do what we want them to do and be a part of the world as we see it but they have their own vision they have their own voice and and they have their own perspectives they just need a few more want a few more but kind of in a in a cool clear patient calm way because sometimes at home it's not calm sometimes at school it's not calm you know and you're really not going to hear anyone whether it's adult adult youth adult if we're just loud you know Mm -hmm. they want to be able to just be heard you know most times and have fun with adults <laughs> and have fun with adults.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I would say uh, something I want people to know about the youth is like, me personally, I take the keep it real approach. I'm going to keep it real with you. You keep it real with me. Let's build this trust. Um, where I'm not sugarcoating anything for you. You don't got a lot of me. You're upset right now about what someone just told you in the class. Go ahead. Let's be upset together. Let's take this time to really talk about our emotions. And um, yeah, just, and also adults having humility uh, towards children. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, let's say I do mess up and I lose my patience and I'm just like, everyone get in line right now. I don't know what you guys are doing in this hallway, get in line, we're going downstairs. And then separating yourself from that moment of pressure and saying, okay, maybe I could have gone a different approach. And then sitting down that group and being, guys, uh, I didn't like the way that I would just handle that situation. That's on me. Sorry. Um, the more that children see adults doing that, then they will follow suit and realize, okay, maybe I'm the one in this situation. Let me separate myself from my emotions and what just happened and really look at it from an outside perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can only like echo what's been said, but I think like offering the level of respect that both, Albert and Javon have just talked about like that young people deserve um our respect <laughs> um and like the importance of for me it's so important to like believe and operate from a place of knowing that young people and adults but uh are always capable of like learning and and transforming themselves right I think the worst thing we can do is like box ourselves or other people in even if it's sometimes it's like a good thing right you're like you have this expectation around academic performance or maybe you start to a kid who gets labeled as like a bad kid at school that like that's not um a belief to carry that that really is can be really damaging and that there's there's so much magic that can happen when you approach every young people every young person like uh with that belief that they have good in them like that they they have gifts to bring um, and that our job is to to help support their this the discovery of that right or the the support so like help cultivate it, um, whether it's that kid is connected to it or not, to really to move that way when we're, we're working with young people. Um, that that would be my wish is like that people would know that about young people and adults to like, just like believe in each other's magic, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I like that. All right. <laughs> so when does, the, when does summer end? When does the summer piece end?
3: This Friday. Yeah,
1: Friday. is. Whoa. There. So Friday. is there a big celebration? <laughs> What's happening? Is there a cookout? What's going on?
3: Yeah, we're having our citywide expo. Um, four leap sites uh, will be going to two different locations, and uh, there will be a representative from each leap site, one group per leap site, and they will um, just showcase what a piece of something that they've been working on this summer, whether that be curriculum, whether that be they're building a tent on the stage for everyone to see because they did that over camping. Um, yeah, there's so many different great Expo topics going on. And it's going to be a great thing to see on Friday. Now, uh,
1: is the public invited or is this just a
2: leap kind of vibe? I, I just realized I'm not sure. I know families are invited, but I actually don't okay. know. But if you want, want to come, Babs. Can I, I know I got to be related yeah, to yeah, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm related that to somebody. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, and,
0: I, and our history well, those kind of always just been like an internal thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're well, definitely invited. Come I on down. We
2: might move in that direction. But yeah. I think that'll be, yeah, future summers, maybe your future after school components. Yeah. yeah
0: but I like like a big old summer wide cookout. Mm-hmm. Bring everyone
1: down for support, and family. A <laughs> yeah, big, big, a big cookout. Put a jar out there, make people yeah. put some money in it. There you go. <laughs> well, I so appreciate talking to y'all this morning. And I'm so glad that LEAP is thriving. I know the pandemic was tough for everybody. And I'm starting to see organizations come from up, up underneath that pandemic rock. Um, so it's good that uh, that I know that LEAP is uh, well and uh, taking care of our kids. And it's nice to meet y'all, Jesse and Javon and Elle. It's good to see y'all. Thanks likewise, for having, I likewise, thanks Thank for having us. Thank you. All right, enjoy this last week before y'all get into having kids come. Now, when do y'all start back up? For uh, the school year in September, do you get some time off? <laughs> <laughs>
2: A you get bit. some time <laughs> off
1: when you're not seeing kids.
2: <laughs> Programming will start up late September, and we are, you know, we have um, the LIT program, as folks have talked about, and we have seven different school based sites across New Haven. So, registration is going to be open really soon for the after school program. So, if there are families out there who are listening, you have seven to 15 year olds that want to be in our program after school that registration will be open really soon for, for the fall component. Oh, that's good to know.
1: All right, well, listen, enjoy the rest of your summer and thank you for all the good work that you do on behalf of the children in this city. Mm-hmm. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest I'll, of your summer. I'll see you life. out
1: here. <laughs> I'll see y'all here on these buses. <laughs> 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 take good care. <laughs> care. Thank you so Bye, much. Dad. All right, take care. Harry Drows, we're out. I'll be back tomorrow, good people. And y'all behave yourselves. And uh, go enjoy this beautiful day because it's lovely out. And I'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. See y'all. <laughs>